Hi, I'm Dee Dee Bass Wilbon. And I'm Dina Bass Williams. And, and we, we are, are the Bass Sisters. Yay. Hey, Dina. Hey, Dee Dee. You are back from a big celebration, from two celebrations, actually, right? Yes, we have had a lot of travel here over in the Williams clan. Um, went to Salem and to Brookstone. Had my 30th high school reunion at Brookstone High School in Columbus, Georgia. Go Brookstone Cougars, woo! woo. And then we had um, a celebration of 250 years of educating and empowering women and girls celebrating Salem Academy and College, and that was awesome. Um, five women walked 500 miles over 29 days, which was the distance that, um, you know, 18 Moravian women and girls walked in 1766. But Six did, didn't later. you bike that same thing yes. when you were at Salem? I sure did. I biked that distance with three of my best friends from college and um, and it was great. So this is a historic walk and um, we are glad that it's over, but glad that it's happened. So. Awesome. Congratulations, Salem, and congratulations, Brookstone Cougars. I'm a Pacelli Viking, but yes, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and you did some walking yourself. I did. I did. Um, you guys might remember I said when I turned 50 in July, on July 26th, that I was going to celebrate being 50 the entire year. So on the 26th of each month, I'm doing something different, something special and fun, and I want everyone to participate and join me in doing that. And we, I did a 5K run walk because um, the weather was really, really bad here on that day. So I did a 5K run walk on that day. And um, it was fun. Now getting ready for November 26th, which is the day after Thanksgiving. So looking forward to doing something that day. I'm not sure exactly right now what that's going to be, but I have to make that decision very soon. So if anyone that is listening has any suggestions. I think you should, do another, you should do another run walk. It should be the post turkey trot, turkey trot. Oh, no, that's a good idea because we typically do it before. Right. That is a good idea. That's mm -hmm. a very good idea. So we just might do that. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So I will send something out, but I would love for everyone listening to please join in the fun of This is 50 Continues. So, Yay. yes. So, so we have a lot to talk about. That was the pound cake. Let's get to the policy. So this has been a, a big week in um, state politics, national politics, we are going to focus on what happened in Virginia. Virginia is for lovers, and I'm loving what's happening <laughs> in Virginia. That's right. Virginia are, is for lovers. Yeah, we're Virginia business. BPA is a Virginia business. We are Virginia landowners. We mm -hmm. own property in Virginia. Um, and uh, I lived in Virginia for... 16 years. So, um, really, I know that's crazy, isn't it? I've lived in, I lived in Virginia for 16 years, Alexandria. Oh and, um, we are right like the, Virginia, you know, those are, that's our neighbor. And so we love Virginia, but we also love what happened in Virginia, red tidal wave. Um, Absolutely. And, and, you know, people use these, uh, this election in Virginia in particular as a, as a way to kind of tell what's going to happen in the midterms, which will happen next year. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't like doing all of that forecasting in that way because because anything can happen. Anything can happen, but we do recognize some very important things happened in Virginia as it relates to empowering parents. And I'm the first to say that I'm a pank 
What's a pink, Dee Dee? Professional aunt, no kids, but she's yeah. like the best professional aunt, no yeah. kids. <laughs> I'm like a five-star general when it comes to being an aunt. Um, but I do recognize that people who are parents have a great charge and a responsibility. And, I, and I, when I call myself a pink, I don't make light of that because parents are, I think, the most important, that's the most important job that that you could have in the world. And Didi, you are a parent. So what did you see in Virginia um, that, you know, parent empowerment? I am a parent and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what's happened in Virginia and um, what happened in Virginia the other day. I'm a part of me is like, Ooh, I'm in some ways, I'm kind of glad that I'm not right there in Virginia right now because of some of the things that the parents are going through in Virginia um, but, um, like recently that, and it's, and this was national news where a teacher was fired, um, and suspended. I think there was a teacher fired and one suspended, um, for not using, and this is going to sound weird, but for not using the wrong pronoun. Right. And so right. that, I mean, even when I now, say that, I, break, break down what you mean when you say using the wrong pronoun, how do you use the wrong pronoun? <laughs> Even when I say it out loud, when you talk about it, it kind of makes my head hurt and kind of makes my head go around in circles. But if you are a teacher and you have a you have a student who is a male, a young man, he's a man, born a man, he's a man. But this young a man, a boy, Let's a boy, a boy. Yeah. And uh, but this young boy or his parents or whomever would like for you as a teacher to use the pronoun for the boy to be she or her, or in some cases, they. And that gets very confusing to me because when I'm looking at one person, first of all, I can't call you they because it's just one of you, right? So at least that's what I'm thinking. You got some grammatical issues going there. Grammatical issues going, exactly. And so these teachers' um, livelihoods were were threatened because they were refusing to do that. They wanted to address these individuals as who they are and what they see, and they saw or see a young boy or a young girl. And that, um, I, I don't understand. And again, Dina, it makes my head swim, and it gets me, it, gets, it really does get, I get nauseated because it's just so confusing. And you have he, she. Well, it's, con it's confusing because people are making it confusing, but it really isn't that confusing. If you want, if you are a boy, and if you are a boy, then you are a he. And even right. if you want to be called a she, you are not a she, and I'm not going to call you a she. And that's very, that's very basic. And, right, and that's very basic. When I when I say it's confusing, it's confusing because it's like, well, why do you want? Why am I calling you something that you're not? These teachers are using the correct pronoun, correct. right? And if a teacher wants to use, you know, call a boy a she or call a boy a girl, then you that's know, what, the wrong pronoun. That's the wrong pronoun, and they can do that. But but someone who has um, religious or common sense belief that you can't call a boy a girl should not be fired for doing so. And right. even even like this very podcast, we have been we have been cautioned about taking this stand on this very podcast. But even us saying this very common sense thing could put us in jeopardy. I have seen people get the worst sort of death threats, hate mail for saying that very thing. I'm not saying that if you want to be a, if you think you're a boy and you're a girl, 
you know, knock yourself out, whatever. But you're not going to take me down that train with you. Right. And so I shouldn't have to call you that if you're not that, if that's not what I see. And, and so then also then there's the thing with the bathrooms. We have girls bathrooms. We have boys bathrooms. We've always had girl bathrooms. We've always had boy bathrooms. Right. So if you want to have these bathrooms, I have a 14 year old daughter. I have no desire for my 14 year old daughter to go into a bathroom, any bathroom, anywhere where a young man or a boy or a man can come into the bathroom. Whether he thinks that he's a girl or not, he's still a boy. He's still a man. And he's not what my little girl, my 14 year old is. And so why not have transgender bathrooms? And people say, oh, well then you're making them feel um, different or you're not being fair to them. Okay, so what about being fair to my 14-year-old girl who is a biological girl who loves and enjoys being a biological girl and who has no desire to change what God made her, why do, you, why do we have to make her feel different or weird? Or why do we have to make these young men feel different or weird by having a girl who decides that she wants to be a boy to come into their bathroom and they can't be free to be the young men that they were born to be? So... Diddy, that was so perfect. I'm serious. That's just so clear. I'm so I mean, but to me, it's just common sense. And so you can't make someone else's beliefs or values more important than the other. So if you want to have these extra things, have an extra bathroom. I'm not telling you that you can't have an extra one. Knock yourself out. But I, there's absolutely no reason why. A boy on Monday decides he wants to be a girl on Thursday can go into a girl's bathroom because he decides that he's a girl. Because well, I don't know what he's going to decide next week. Right. No. And no. so this so, this issue definitely spilled out and played out in, in the Virginia election. It did. Right? Very much so. Very and much so. And some people are saying um, that the Loudoun County issue was misrepresented because the, there was a particular issue where a young lady was assaulted in the bathroom right. and she actually had a relationship. This 14 year old had a relationship with the young man. Mm -hmm. She had a relationship with the young man. I don't know how long ago, but it was a boy and a girl that had a relationship and at 14. Um, at 14. Okay. I just said I have a 14 year old daughter, right? <laughs> so that's, that's, we started and when I say relationship. They had, they were having a sexual relationship. So, so already we out of order, people. Already okay. we're out of order. But then also we're completely out of order because at 14 you're having, not only are you having a sexual relationship, but you're having a sexual relationship at school. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Where are the okay. teachers? So that's, you know what I mean? So that's a whole nother subject that Loudoun County's got to figure out. But so... So this incident happened. And then on one particular day, the young man decides that he's going to come to school in a skirt. He's going to be a girl that day. He's going to come to school in a skirt. And then he's going to go into the girl's bathroom and assault the young lady that's in the bathroom that he used to have a relationship with. And yes, it was assault because she said no. She right? said she said no. Well, it has she to be said she said she said she yes, said no. She said she said no. So it hasn't but he been said he said that she said that they were going to meet in the bathroom, but he does not deny wearing a skirt. So let so what we this do this we do know. All of that is a hot mess, and all of that needs to be and parents need to be involved because all right. whether it there is not one level of that that's not a hot mess. 
that does not require grown-ups with common sense to be involved from 14-year-olds having sex in the bathroom to exactly. avoid having a skirt to get into the bathroom. So, Didi. And Dina, and why on earth wouldn't parents want to be involved? And why on earth would you tell parents that they should not be involved? I remember when mama and daddy would take us to school and it wasn't as though they were dropping us off at school for the teachers just to, 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 to be their babysitter, watch over us or whatever like that. They were involved in the school. They knew our teachers. They knew where things were. They knew how things operated. They were part of the school community. And that's right. how it should be. You know what I mean? You, exactly. it can't be, you, you, you can't, teachers can't do it on their own. Parents can't do it on their own. They do need a village. So it needs everybody. So teachers, parents need to be involved in the education and, 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 and the growth and development of their student, of their children when they leave the house and when they go into these schools and that in Loudoun County, I don't know what they're doing, but they need to get that, that, that whole situation needs Jesus. Jesus. They need Jesus. Totally, Dana. The they all need Jesus. They we really do. Jesus. We recognize we, yes. we need Jesus. We're not we're not saying that we have it all together. Absolutely I mean, not. It's Friday and I have on this ball cap and I have other um, business zooms. We got to get this taken care of. <laughs> Today. But you know, the, the difference is we recognize that we need Jesus and we have no problem in calling on him and asking him for help and for guidance. And that's the difference. So they need to recognize that. They need to recognize that. Okay. So the other issue that was um, that parents were concerned about all across Virginia um, was the issue of CRT, critical race theory. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so we have said on this podcast before that we need to, first of all, define critical race theory. Exactly. Because we are talking about different things when we're talking about critical race theory. Mm -hmm. And so no one believes that it is a bad thing to teach the fullness of American history. Didi. No. With no. And I've been saying that, and we've been saying that all along, even when with all of the the last year, whatever, taking down the statues all across the world or whatever, you were taking down all these statues, those statues and those, and some of them should be come down, but it's a part of our history. It's not something that we can run away from or that we shouldn't learn about because it only it's only going to make us better and stronger by not making mistakes that were made that we think that were made in the past. Exactly. And so we want children to know that our very first president and nine of our first 11 presidents owned slaves. They yeah. owned people and they, they didn't think anything. People. And when they died, they didn't, you know, many of them did not see fit to even free the people that they owned. So these exactly. great, and I use that in quotes because none of us are great, right? But these right. great men actually, owned, George Washington actually owned people. And didn't think anything was wrong with it. Didn't do, didn't, you know, didn't, if he saw, thought something was wrong with it, he certainly didn't make act, take actions. To, right, exactly. So slavery could have ended a long time ago if we had more presidents like John Adams, John Quincy Adams, Garfield. John Lincoln. Adams is Dina's favorite, y'all. She just, you know, she hasn't, she didn't tell you that, but he's one of her favorites. Actually, John Adams is one of my favorites. We're going to do a, tour, a Massachusetts <laughs> tour of John Adams's um, uh, uh, walkings and whatnot. But anyway, that's an, that's another podcast. I do love me some John Adams, <laughs> but um, but I also love me some Ulysses S. Grant. And re if he had been, if we had more people like Ulysses S. Grant, Reconstruction would have been stronger and survived. But less again, that's a history podcast. We're going to get into that later. But the bottom line is that if if CRT means teaching that. We we're all for it. But if all CRT it. means that teaching that white people are inherently 
racists and blacks are inherent victims. We're not for that. But the issue now in this post-election analysis is that people are saying that CRT was, a, was actually not being taught in Virginia schools and that the, the right was just using that as a scare tactic. And I will be honest, this week when I did some media, I was like, okay, well, maybe CRT isn't being taught in schools, but, but, I, but the idea that um, parents should be involved, we still need to have this, no, you know, parents still need to be involved, but I was wrong. CRT actually is being taught in Virginia schools. And I, and I'm, I wish that, so I wish that the media would stop doing this post analysis by saying that Republicans, the right parents are misinformed about the nature of CRT. So our good friends at Concerned Women for America um, put this fact check out. I think it's from Christopher Rufo, who, who has written a lot on the CRT issue. So critical race theory in Virginia schools. So this is the issue. In 2015, Governor then Governor, Governor McAuliffe, Department of Education instructed Virginia public schools to, quote, embrace critical race theory in order to re-engineer attitudes and be belief systems. Okay. Um, they said to embrace critical race theory, engage in race conscious teaching and learning. And we need to understand what is race conscious right. what teaching is and that? learning. If, if that means that identifying that George Washington owned slaves, great. But if but the race conscious learning that they're that we are concerned about is is demoralizing white kids by saying that you are inherently a uh, right. Just because you're skin, just because you're white, you're this evil person and you should feel so bad about who you are and about being white. And that's not right. Yeah, that's not we're not down with that at all. And re-engineer attitudes and beliefs. And so what does it mean to re-engineer attitudes and beliefs? Do we so I don't I don't think that anyone has a problem with re-engineering any attitude that says that people should be racist, but re-engineering attitudes and beliefs about the, the greatness of America, re-engineering attitudes about the role that America has played throughout the, the um, last century and a half to, to, to help people, save people, empower countries, um, uh, the billions and billions of dollars and the, not, not to count the cost of the lives that have been lost all around the world, so re-engineering re attitudes and beliefs, that's a problem to me if it's, if it's, if it's this move towards this anti-American um, right. sentiment that is a problem. So to pretend now that critical race theory and anti-American teachings are not taking place across America in schools, we need to wake up. And I think that Virginia parents certainly got woke on this issue. They woke up. I think really so. Woke really woke. And they spoke very loud and clear and I'm very excited for them. So, and, and being empowered to do what they believe is right for their children and their family. So I think that was awesome. And that's, and that should be a foretelling for the midterms. And we are all about the midterms. We're going to be talking a lot about races in the midterms. It's important, but we're also talking about communications. We're going to wrap this up. Didi, and there were some historic wins with this election also across the board. So we want to say congratulations again to Winsome 
E. Sears for making history, becoming the first black woman elected statewide in Virginia as the new lieutenant governor-elect. That's awesome. Yay, yay, yay. A round of applause. And also Michelle Wu in Boston becoming Boston's first female mayor. So that is just awesome as well. So congratulations to those women and their teams. That is amazing. And if any of you listening or are watching are considering going into politics or you know someone that may consider going into politics, there's an amazing organization called Women's Public Leadership Network and they are having their inaugural summit February 4th and 5th in New Orleans. And if you're interested or have any questions about it, please visit womenspublicleadership.net for more information. It's an amazing organization filled with amazing people and I'm excited and proud to be on their board. So check Excellent. us out. Very good. Good stuff. And um, we also have a birthday shout out. Yes. Latanya Brown, our good friend, our good friend, our one of our prayer warriors. Today she is celebrating her birthday. So Latanya, happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, we love Latanya. She is um, has she's just a great champion and supporter. So she absolutely you, is. Tanya, and happy birthday. God bless you, our dear sister in Christ. Absolutely. And so that's it. That's it. Um, remember to like, follow, and share. Uh, share this podcast, and we will be back next week. Can't wait to um, hear your comments and read them as well. Have a good weekend, you guys. <laughs>